Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is December 14th, 2020. Not like that matters to Denise Salcedo. Hates Christmas. Hates Kit Kats. That's not news, though. I had said that before on this podcast that I hated Kit Kats. I've told you. You you really hate Canada. Canada is full of Kit Kats. Just full of Kit Kats. Well, it's Canada. Canada's weird. I love Canada. If if Jimmy Van said, listen, we're going to come to an agreement. You and Kara are moving to Toronto tomorrow. I'd do it without a doubt. I love Canada. I love it. But we've got super chats already. Guys, leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. And get in those super chats if you want your question or statement read on the air. Like the nerd guru who says, this show is garbage. And I can't fathom what they're doing with Keith Lee. The guy has everything but no send him back to the PC to be a big guy. Uh, I had I was conferring with another wrestling media member. I think it, I, I don't think Louis Dangor would hate that I said this, but he was talking to somebody that said there were some concerns about maybe his strikes or something like that. When you heard that news, Denise, that a lot of these big dudes were heading back to the PC, what did you think? Well, I thought it was a little bit surprising just because I'm thinking, well, if you're going to be sending these people down to the PC, I can think of a couple of other names that should probably be sent down to the PC. And I'm obviously not going to mention any of those names, but that it's like it's a double standard, you know, like you're going to send these people back. All right, then send all these other people back. Yeah, I've got a a big report on this on FightfulSelect.com. That is our premium service. And we are going to have just tons of news all throughout the holiday season. Do yourself a favor, guys. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I have news on why they think, or why they, why NXT wrestlers think that that Mace, Otis, uh, Omos, uh, and I can't remember who else was there, but there, there's five people that we know of, and I'm working to find more, in addition to Keith Lee, why they think that those people have been sent to the PC specifically. Uh, lots of people thinking that there, there's some, oh, Dabakato is the other one. People uh, saying that some of them are green, rusty, or just a little bit dangerous, quite frankly. But we do have an honest-to-God raw to talk about, but people just want us to talk about anything but. Uh, you, you know what's sad, Denise? What's sad? Me singing drew higher numbers than literally anything that we've done this past. Like this Where fall. are you at on that? Since, what do you mean, where am I on that? Like in views-wise. Oh my gosh. Well, it depends. Between Twitter, YouTube, and all that, I think it's like, I think 40,000. Wow, that's I mean, crazy. Yeah, I've, I've got the hottest single that dropped last week for sure. For I sure. Will. I'm not even going to get into this, Sean. If it's going to boost your ego, then by all means, I'll let it boost your ego. Denise, did you did you happen to catch my review of the Taylor Swift album on the no. Friday? Smackdown no. Show? That wasn't you that came in and just flipped out at the end of our show? I caught like one minute of it. You know, I do have a live, Sean. I was very busy doing my own show and then doing a bunch of other stuff. And then I come in, I hear one thing. And I was like, oh, God, this guy. This guy. Uh, 
Trevor L says it isn't truly raw unless Lana gets destroyed. She got Nancy Kerrigan tonight, and we'll talk about that. Uh, Trent Gaspard says you hate Kit Kats. Give me a break, Denise. Kit Kats are so lame because it's like the little thing in the middle. It's gross. It's a wafer. They're delicious. No, it's gross. Ah, oh, what a bummer. Well, Denise, uh, I don't know if if you want me to bring this up now, but you sent me Christmas gifts. <laughs> okay, so like, I hate to tell you this now, but I'm not going to stop laughing. Why? Because... <laughs> I can't tell you. Why can't why can't you tell me? I literally physically cannot tell you. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like this whole thing that like I have in my head that I just can't like put out there. Look, just know that like just know that like the Christmas gift that I chose for you, I saw it and I just thought, "Oh, this is fantastic." And then I just bought it instantly. And then afterwards, I regretted my gift to you. What? <laughs> yes, I regretted it. And like I told, I was telling Sandra, who's my fiance, I was like, do you think Sean's going to hate his gift? And he's like, no, I don't think he's going to hate his gift. But we were just laughing because the gift that I decided to send you is kind of super random. Well, didn't you send me two? Yeah, I did. I sure hope that. I'm really scared, by the way. I feel like you're going to hate your gift because it's super random. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Well, I'm going to tear too into it. So this, this would be the right thing, right? Well, I don't know. Well, let's see. I'm going to cut this thing open right now. Sorry, this is sorry. what we're doing instead of reviewing Raw, guys. I promise the Raw review is not going to take that long. I'll put a timestamp. You'll be able to fast forward. All right, if you hate your gift, Denise, I'm sorry. What is this? <laughs> Denise, you got me a toaster. I'm dying. I got you a toaster. <laughs> Why did you give me a toaster? I don't know. I have a toaster. I'm an adult. I'm sorry. I'm literally crying. You like bread that much? <laughs> okay. It's not just a toaster. It toasts a WWE logo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like this was my, there is the whole thought process. So I was shopping for your gift and I truly didn't know what to give you. Like you were very hard to pick a gift for. <laughs> And I was on wweshop.com and I was scrolling and I was trying to find something for you. And then I saw the toaster and I was like, oh, this is so cute. I'm buying it. And I bought it instantly. And that was it. And then afterwards, I was like, Sean's going to hate his toaster. Well, it's good podcast material. That much I tell you. Um, I have the most appropriate Christmas gift coming to you, Denise. But I, feel, I just feel like a toaster is like horrible, like a horrible gift. Oh, no, it's a fantastic gift. I will use it. I will make Pop-Tarts with it this week. Um, <laughs> Wait, but where's the other gift? It's right here. I'm, I'm okay. about to open it, actually. Oh, God. God, this is so this is painful, you know, painful. Is this what I think it is? You don't have it, right? Do you have it already? It is it this? No, like you don't have it, right? Th- what? Like I don't know. Oh my god. Are are you asking me if I physically own this shirt? Yes, I'm asking you if you have it already. Do I have this reprinted 1998 NBA Finals Chicago Bulls shirt? Do no. you have it? Yes or no? No. Okay. Oh, I was so stressed out about it. Okay. I was completely stressed. You know how many times I went through your Twitter feed and used every single keyword possible to see if you had that shirt after oh I ordered it already. I was very stressed out about this. Denise, did you get me this shirt because we're the greatest team of all time? 
Is that what you did? I just remember you said you liked it. So I was like, all right, great. Yes, Um, the the 98 Bulls are my favorite NBA team of all time. I I saw your tweets. I saw your tweets. I went and like I searched. Now, I am very clearly Michael Jordan here. I am clearly Michael Jordan. You are Dennis Rodman. You are eccentric, very terrible on offense, and you're, you're, you're very good at defense. Jeremy, I would say, is Tony Kukoc or Judd Bushler. Uh, you're not going to understand what that means. Pause this. I'm taking this personally, okay? I'm taking That's this good. personally. Dennis Rodman's a Hall of Famer, Denise. But I want to be Michael Jordan. A once-in-a-generation talent. I'm Michael Jordan. He's the greatest rebounder of all time. But I want to be Michael Jordan. You Sorry, you can be Pippen. No. You can be Scotty Pippen. No. You can be Scotty Pippen. No. Let's see, who else we got here? We got Ron Harper. You could be Ron Harper. He, no. he averaged 20 points a game. I just want to be Michael Jordan. Sorry. Denise, you can't do that. And I'm I'm gonna say thank you because I appreciate these gifts, but you're not gonna be Michael Jordan. Okay. Even, even Hannah agrees. Sean is but Jordan. The question Sorry. is though, do you like my toaster? I, I'm gonna make Pop Tarts with them this you didn't week. Answer the question. You didn't say yes or no. Yes. You hate yes. my toaster. Do I like your do I like your toaster? My God, Denise. Yes, it's fantastic. Do do you want me to make some toast right now? No, I would not do that to you. I'm just trying to tell you that. You know what? What we're going to do right now? What? Because this this is giving me a lot of heartburn right now. Bring me bread. I'm saying that to my wife right now. You're going to make your wife get up right now and go get bread? I can't do it right during the, like, show. I've got to entertain people here. We're making toast with some multigrain wheat bread on this show. On this show. It's happening. Bread that bread. Toast that toast. Send in super chats. We are 11 minutes into this show. Haven't talked a bit of raw. So let's go ahead and do it. And we're making some toast. We're making some toast on this day. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Hannah M says that's like a wedding gift. Yeah, I mean, it's happening. Thank you to my wife who I tried to. Okay, here we go. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, please, please. Uh, would you plug this up for me? Thank you very much. I would do it, but I'm on the air. So right over there with that extension cord, if you wouldn't mind. Um, so J- Jamie Miles says, Denise is right that Christmas is overrated, but Easter is childish. It's all about 420. Let's go Raptors and Malachi Flynn for NBA Rookie of the Year. And Raptors are my team now. I signed that contract. But Denise, you did. You, you knew me well enough to know, which I think was a total guess, that the 98 Bulls are my favorite team of all time. I had Evan, help. I'm not Evan Wright. Oh, really? Who? I can't take all the credit. Mm. I'm gonna find out. Evan Wright says Sean needs thoughts on the need thoughts on the Hangman beat or Dark Order BTE stuff. It's fantastic. I love this stuff. Are you watching BTE every week? Um, no, I do not watch BTE every week, but I have seen several episodes. But I would say that I probably haven't seen like the last like two or three. Yeah, I, I catch up in in big spurts. Evan Wright says just wanted to spend some money to gas up Rob Wilkins a, a bit. Guy's doing a great job with his coverage. Great decision, Sean. I love having Rob Wilkins on board. He is doing really good. He's helping us out with social media. By the way, guys, uh, youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps. We will be launching a clip channel in January. I think he and Kyler will be helping out with that, too. Why are you giggling? You're giggling over something. I'm sorry. I just can't stop laughing. What, what caused this? What caused what? No, yeah, you're suspicious right now. You're sus, Denise. You're very I'm sus. Suspicious because you have no idea. Like this whole like last two weeks, I've been thinking about this, and I've been laughing about this by myself for two whole weeks. Well, you're you're not allowed to open your gifts until um <laughs> until you're on the air too. Colt Bedeau says that toaster is more over than Keith Lee now. Ouch! And Felipe says that toaster should be on the prices shite. Tell Blompiade. Oh, yeah. And Louis says, BTE in this podcast is why I enjoy Mondays. 
And then Evan Wright says Sean Ross Strudel. Well, we'll talk more about the Strudel later on. We have a sponsor. But Denise, we also have Raw, and I do have to talk about it. <sighs> AJ Styles defeated Sheamus. They had a Miz TV segment where uh, John Morrison appeared, and he was in like some some very interesting gear, to say the least. Uh, but this this Miz TV, it was it was him telling like, like a Christmas story. AJ Styles didn't like it. What do you think of the Miz TV that led into this? So I went into Raw four minutes late because I thought, okay, they're just going to preview everything that happened, you know, the week before. I'm not going to really miss anything the first few minutes. So I come in and lo and behold, they've already started. So I missed the first portion of this. But by the time that it was, you know, actually, I think I got into the part once AJ, like, the light shined on AJ and then AJ came out and started doing his thing. I thought that it was clever. But for me, I don't necessarily think that it hit the comedy point that I needed in order to like really laugh out loud. And maybe it was because I missed the first portion of this. So I didn't even know what was going on. So it took me a second to even realize what was happening in the first place. So I think by then it was like my time of like getting invested into the segment had like passed already. Although I do appreciate that they did something different. And I do appreciate that they had like the nice art cover on that book. I thought was pretty funny. I got to give Seamus some credit. He's having one of the best singles in-ring runs of his career. He is tearing it up. He's having good matches all the time. The unfortunate thing is he's not winning any matches. <laughs> he has not won by pinfall a match in his last seven Raw matches. And the only match that he has won in that period was a DQ. He pinned Seth Rollins, but that was a sacrifice. He's having these great matches but he's not winning anything. And if they want to build him for the Royal Rumble or something soon, I'm going to need to see him win. However, I'm more than okay with AJ Styles winning this match because AJ's the guy with the title shot right now. How do you kind of parse that situation? Because it's clear they're setting Sheamus up for something. So the reason why for me, I wasn't as upset that, you know, that he lost or hasn't been getting wins is because I actually feel like they've been putting a pretty good emphasis on him because Seamus is one of those people that, you know, has always been, you know, has always had potential. He hasn't really been in that, you know, that main event spot where people might have seen him. He hasn't been really fully utilized to his full potential. And so I think a lot of interest for Seamus went down over the years where no one was really like, oh, he really like he wasn't one of those guys where I think a lot of people were saying, hey, we really want to see this guy do something good, do something big. I think he didn't have a lot of that. And so with everything that they've been doing with him the past several weeks with Drew McIntyre, I feel like they're finally get gaining back some general interest in Sheamus. And I think that's like step one. It's like first get us interested in Sheamus. Why should we be interested in Sheamus when this is somebody that we've been seeing over the years? And, you know, nothing really major has actually happened with him. So I think that with them actually putting some interest in him, I think it helps. And obviously after that need to come some wins for him. As for this match, I liked the first half of this match. I thought the first half of this match was good. Uh, I did like the spot where, um, where almost caught AJ Styles. I thought that was kind of funny and good use of yeah. almost as well. But the second half after commercial break, I thought it was kind of boring. The wind came out of nowhere and I didn't really, I was just like, okay, it didn't feel impactful whatsoever at all. But I did, I do like that they are putting a good uh, focus on Seamus right now. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're making me care more about Seamus. They just got to make him win matches next. But, but getting me to care about him is, is, a lot of the battle with him because we have seen him do this stuff for a long time. What we haven't seen is him getting tied upside down in the ropes and beaten with a chair. And he took an ass whooping from AJ Styles in that chair. That was brutal. I loved it. It was different. I haven't seen that. That was my favorite part was the post-match stuff because it was it looked cool that, first of all, he was hanging up upside down. He was completely yeah. tied. And then there was also, you know, when he did, when AJ Styles was doing the chair shots, they queued up his music like he was done already. And I like the fact that they didn't just finish off there and fade to commercial. No, 
they he they continued it on. They he did I think one more chair shot after that, which just like that one minor little tweak I thought kind of added more to that because it's like okay he doesn't he's not just cutting out because hey we're going to commercial. No, we're gonna make this a little bit more realistic or as realistic as it possibly can get and throw in that extra chair shot. And I like the combination of almost and AJ Styles, and I feel that this is the first show where we've really been able to see them actually you know cause some destruction on the outside, whereas before he was really just standing there really wasn't doing or saying much and now he's at least you know bringing weapons or whatever it is he's doing a little something extra yeah i i'm, I'm with you i thought that was really really good and innovative and different i'm all for it i really really like that uh it was a good way to have us to give us a good match and even though it doesn't have stakes we've got one guy who's very clearly a part of the title picture sheamus even though he's not contending and then AJ, who is a part of the title picture. My fear is that next week, right after Sheamus has lost all these matches, they'll be like, oh, top contender, four-way match. And then Sheamus wins, and all of a sudden he's got a title shot. Unless they mention that he's lost a bunch, I, I don't want that. I'm more interested in seeing them going down other avenues. Emma says, Denise, how do you hate both Kit Kats and Christmas? H- have you ever heard of Satanism? Guys, that's... I did not practice Satanism. Jesus, Sean. No, you don't practice it. You perfect it. Uh, Kishan M says, are you still doing a toast? The toast is the main event of this show, my friend. It's the main event. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to put on it? Butter, Uh, some jelly, cream cheese? Jam. In in honor of our friends over at WrestleTalk, I'm going to jam that jam tonight. That's what I'm going to do. Kevin Langhoff says, that toaster is on WWE Shop. I want bone for real. Oh, I, I think you mean one for real. Oh, well, listen, if you bone, want bone for it. real, check out our friends at bluechew.com, code Fightful. See, Brenda. I'm driving up those sales for wweshop.com. I should be like an affiliate, get like 5% or something. Yeah, maybe before long. Uh, Brian Shares says, random, but Sean, who makes your gaming chair? It is from, I think, Office Office Max or um, Staples, I believe. One of the, One of those gimmicks. But uh, guys, get in your super chats. Uh, you will uh, get your question or statement read on the air, like John Alba with his cheap plug. He says, "Watch the Vacation Land Cup Saturday at seven. Uh, John Alba is a part of that. Uh, I interviewed Lee Moriarty, who is in that, and I, from what I understand, he had a, an outstanding match on that show. Check that out, guys. Lee Moriarty, one of the biggest uh, breakout stars of the Indies this year, dropped that interview today. I got some big interviews on the way as well." Also, Tuesday, I will be live with Wrestling Rambles. If you guys haven't seen her YouTube channel, check it out. She is such a wonderful, personable uh, just voice that, that I have come to listen to after our shows, actually. So uh, check her out. She'll be on the prediction stream with me tomorrow. <laughs> Sheila says, call the next show Toast Raw. I mean, the thing is, if it's raw toast, then I it's bread. Right? I don't know the rules. Hashtag jam that toast. Matthew Mikofsky says, old dude here. Underrated banger I just saw. Keith Lee versus Ishii. Rev Pro Global Wars 2017. To me, that was the prime period of independent wrestling. There was just so much stuff going on. You were having like four and a half star matches like all the time. 2020, the year of no indies. What a shame. there were some, but I mean, eh, not on. really. Yeah. The Hurt Business defeated Jeff Hardy and New Day. Matt Riddle offers to corner New Day and Jeff Hardy. Uh, Kofi calls them the butt hurt business. I am ashamed that I laughed so hard. Well, the butt hurt business is not too bad. Yeah. As, as far as WWE jokes go, this is one of those typical WWE matches that has no stakes is a major time killer, but is a good match. It's it's good in the ring. It's fine. But if See, you I missed wouldn't it, even go as far to say it was a good match. Really? Yeah, I was bored. I mean, and I would imagine because there's no stakes and nothing mattered in the match. If if this had like if this were for the tag team titles, I know it's a six man, maybe you'd be more interested in it. But it wasn't, and we already know that one of these teams is facing off with somebody for the tag titles. So it's like Eh, okay, you guys are going to spend 20 minutes on this, but what what will change? What will happen? 
Exactly. So for me, I just feel like the Hurt Business, when it comes to promos and when it comes to, you know, all these little segments, like, yeah, they've been fun. They've been nailing it, all of that. But I feel a lot of the matches that they're having, they just feel so repetitive. And it's like constant. Like if you're in it with one person, you have all these matches and then all of a sudden you do it with another person and then they have a bunch of other matches. So I just don't feel anything and I'm just kind of over Bobby Lashley winning all of these matches all the same way it's not impressive to me and it's just not it's not connecting with me at all yeah yeah I think they got to switch it up we've seen a hundred matches between these two a hundred matches and that is hyperbole Cedric is loud again after he gets the win even though Lashley got that win where do you think that's headed I think that's going to eventually lead to him thinking that he is the reason that that he's the only reason why he's winning all these matches. I think he's going to have some sort of like ego boost or some ego trip. And then eventually they're going to have to put him on check. I don't know how and where it's going to lead to after that, but that's definitely the story wise. That's where they're, that's where I think they're going. The large guys podcast says loving riddle segments every week. Just wish they'd let more wrestlers do fun things. Best parts of Monday nights is watching this show. We saw a few of them and I guess we can go ahead and talk about it. Matt Riddle beat MVP with the quickness, like really quick, grabbed his donuts, rolled out of the ring. How are you feeling about this Matt Riddle stuff? We saw him again later, which we'll talk about. So there was one segment that I did like when he did the pronouns. I thought that one was pretty funny. But and then the other one when the the, the first one where the first one where he had his bronuts, but he wasn't actually in that segment. I did think it was cut. It was dumb, but it, it made me laugh just a little bit. But in terms of what he was doing for this match, I kind of thought that like if you're going to at least get this win, at least make it like a match that for me was going to be like noteworthy. This didn't feel noteworthy whatsoever. So the win didn't feel noteworthy for me. Yeah. Uh, I got to say the highlight of the one. I like Matt Riddle getting a win with the floating bro. That's good because it's, it's a secondary move and it helps establish it. We didn't need to see him an MVP wrestle for six, seven minutes. So, (laughs) so I'm, I'm okay with that. But um, the highlight of these two matches, Lashley just grabbing Kofi and just heaving him over the top rope. That was very cool. I like that. But aside from that, I could have went without all this stuff. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that if you're going to be doing this stuff with Matt Riddle, you might as well, if you're going to be doing the the funny stuff, have a funny st- segment that's going to stick, and that's it. You don't got to do all of this extra bows and whistle stuff. Evan Wright says, they were so close to TNA Lashley, title means zero. TNA Lashley is a very special Lashley. That's probably the best uh, he's ever been. Like He woke up and he realized he was the baddest dude in that company, and it, it showed. Uh, Jonathan Hedman says, I feel like Denise is Bobby Lashley and that guy's Christmas tree also are hate for Kit Kat and Muppets. I'm so sad now. Yeah, they poured milk on a poor guy. God, first of all, that poor, yeah, I feel bad for him because he was enjoying that beautiful donut or that bronut, okay? Uh, secondly, I feel like everybody here needs to realize that I have my own personality and I'm allowed to. Oh, you know what, Sean? I have one more thing and I'm about to make a lot of people really angry. Oh, boy. So I've been seeing on your Twitter account that you are obsessed with toys. I'm not obsessed with toys. No, you're obsessed. Okay, yeah. You have an obsession. Yeah, sure. And I'm here to tell you that I think toys suck. Okay. You thought that was going to get one out of me, didn't you? Yes. I think, <sighs> I think toys are sucky, boring, and they're pointless. And the only reason why I have toys is because they're for decoration. Yeah. Good one. Good one. You're proud of yourself, Denise. Wow. I'm not even mad. You you can't Denise, look who you're talking to. You're trying to troll me. You're you're gonna try to troll me. Do you you have an addiction, Sean? You need an intervention. Denise. Where do you put all your toys in your house? Do they even fit? Denise, trying to troll me is like walking up to Steph Curry and shooting a three and just bricking it off the side of the rim. It's not going to impress me. You, 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 you just can't do it. Not as good as me. I'm, I'm using you crying about Taylor Swift as a meme now, as a reaction meme, Denise. And it's yes, wonderful. I am gold content. That's why. I'm making you famous. I'm no, I'm famous. gold content. I make myself famous with my feet. Famous, Denise. 
<laughs> uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine, says Raw validates what Roman and Paul said about the show. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard for me to disagree about this. Like, it, it's just not a good show. L Milkman says, question for Denise. Do you think Taylor Swift's favorite wrestler is The Undertaker? Since Haunted sounds similar to the Ministry Undertaker theme. Oh, I'm surprised you knew that. That's such a story from like a long, long time ago. And well, Taylor does know. Oh, I can't give this away. Oh, no, I can't say this. Oops, never mind. I can't say this. Moving on. You can't say say what? (laughs) I was almost going to say something and I can't say it. Hmm. No, no, you don't know about this. This is completely different. Sorry. I just almost gave something away that's like wrestle talk related. That's why. Wrestle talk related. Mm. Yes, and I can't because then Adam would be really mad at me. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Aaron says Denise giving Dwight Schrute vibes today or lately. I don't know what that is. Is that The Office? I don't know either. I don't want, I haven't seen The Office. Carlos Zizi says, Denise is usually great at getting heat, but that was like a 2020 NXT heel turn. That's like somebody coming up and saying, don't you know wrestling is fake? Sad face. You tried, Denise. Oh, wait, isn't this the girl with a stuffed animal? With a That's not a toy. That okay. is not a toy. Well, since we're Hannah, here. that is not a toy. Denise. That is not a toy. Let's talk Hell. about it. To the F, to the no. Let's talk about your PayPal address, Denise. <laughs> You're going to blast my personal no. information about my no. PayPal? I'm, I'm just going to say, Denise's personal PayPal is named after her stuffed giraffe. Come on. And you're okay. going to tell me? There's a whole story that it wasn't. It was Okay. Look, Sean. My mom made my email when I was 11 years old, okay? She asked me what I wanted my email to be called. My email, I didn't know what to name it other than Tom G, okay? And my favorite number. I won't say the number, but Jesus. (laughs) Damn, Denise. Damn, Denise. You have been roasted and toasted the last two weeks. I have not been roasted or toasted. Man. Oh, gosh. My God. Uh, Lana. Gets a pep talk from Asuka backstage. And it works. <laughs> she wins. And fortunately, it's very quick. Um, Gotta say, I'm glad. I'm glad that Lana won. But they did Nancy Kerrigan her after this. We have a super chat saying that Miro's tweet about this was the highlight. <laughs> Hard to disagree with that, Denise. Oh, I saw it. I saw it. I laughed. It was a good tweet. <laughs> It was a good one. Uh, Miro said, I taught Lana that pin last night. And I mean, this is usually where I'd go uh, a Bluetooth segue, but I'm not going to be that obvious. I'm not going to be that obvious. Come on, Sean. Give the people what they want. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm not going to pander. I have some thoughts, though, on this match, by the way. Go ahead. My thoughts are, first of all, how is it that cheerleader Asuka is getting more attention than champion Asuka? Think about it. It's, it's true. And they, they have not booked her well at also, all. Have you noticed too? And I don't, okay, I've noticed this last week and I noticed this list this week that whenever she's doing a backstage segment and correct me if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, they haven't been showing her that much with her belt. It's that's a good point. Is that all that's in my head? Point. Because I feel like I haven't seen her very often with her belt. It's it's very it's frustrating because they uh, they just they don't seem to to put any stock. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Or any real coin in Asuka as champion. They make her the champion. It's like, okay, well, we've got a great wrestler's champion, but then nothing. And they, by the way, they took Lana out of this match. And later, oh, here, here's, here's one for you. Shayna Baszler wrestled Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke got some offense. Then there was a DQ. Like you can review this entire segment with with another segment. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke beat up Nia and Shayna, but then they didn't beat them up, so they completely like wasted a Mandy return, and Asuka had to come out. That was the whole match, and Asuka got involved with that, and you're right. Her being cheerleader and make the save girl is happening more than her being champion Asuka. I really think that those uh, women tag team title belts need to be on NXT where they have a fully stacked women's division that is amazing. One of the best women's divisions that they have, period. And so I just feel like it's completely wasted on Nia Jax and Shayna completely wasted those belts and not only that i feel like the women's the women's championship on raw has completely been like ignored dissolved you name it and it's like irritating because you want to see that belt means something and i just feel like this whole segment that we saw tonight was pointless uh we didn't get anything out of this i mean i don't think i did I don't know if anybody else did. I could be wrong, but I just really do think that just like those quick changes would make such a big difference. Sure. This was the third straight match we got tonight too, where the finish was, Hey, I'm going to knock somebody off the top rope and then pin them. I'm like, man, come on. Your agents have to, to take care of that. That's their job is to make sure that you don't have the same thing happening over and over. Lon is out of the match Sunday. (laughs) I mean, everybody's like, Oh, it's going to be Charlotte. It's going to be Charlotte. Is that what you're expecting too? I mean, might as well. Who else? Are there other uh, options? Yeah. Trevor, L- options? Trevor L says Asuka Shane would be a decent title program. It would be if they protected her. Uh, yeah. We have wrestling rambles in the chat saying that Taylor Swift hoodie is great. Thank you. Oh my gosh. She's, she's pandering. She, she hasn't even made her first appearance. I have three of these. <laughs> Th- this. A wonderful woman, Wrestling Rambles, hasn't even appeared on Fightful yet, and she's already pandering to the pro-Denise crowd. Look at her, trying to babyface it. I'm not Thumbs surprised. Up. I'm not surprised. We have some more Super Chats about this. Uh, Matt James uh, says, huge fan of you too. I'm more excited for your post-show than Raw itself. Can't even find one interesting story on the show tonight. We'll try to get there. Uh, James, or Jimmy Van says, Denise, I'll give you pointers on how to piss off SRS. Wonderful. Wonderful. And the nerd guru says three or four months of Lana being the centerpiece of the women on raw and the payoff is she gets hurt before a title match textbook WWE. The sad reality is I I was like, she hasn't been the centerpiece, but she really has Denise. And that's sad. She has. And if anything, she's probably been making the storyline more interesting because other than that, I mean, I'm not interested in seeing what Nia Nia and Shayna have been doing. I'm not. If anything, the only thing that's been driving this is the, you know, funny little facial expressions or the little quirks that Lana has. That's really what's been driving this. I don't even care for cheerleader Asuka. It's not getting over with me. I love Asuka, the crazy girl that, you know, talks all, you know, goes all mad and, you know, she dances and she does all of this because that feels more natural and that feels more fun. I'm not interested in the go Lana person. I'm not interested in that. It's not. No. I'm okay if she's like friendly or something, but not That's all that. Fine, of course. And when I say it's sad that Lana has been the centerpiece, I don't mean that because of her. She's done great. Lana has been awesome at what she does. And I constantly compliment 
Like, I haven't seen her do something bad during the storyline. Like, I haven't seen her screw up or anything like that. I think she's been great. I think it's sad that WWE has not effectively highlighted the women's title or the women's tag team titles because the reason that you have the tag team titles is because you have such a stacked amount of women that you needed those. So I think that this is a little bit frustrating. Uh East says, finally catching a show live. Christmas sucks, but Easter sucks more. Let's go Halloween. Halloween's my second favorite holiday. Man, Evan Wright says, in the process of cutting Raw out of my weekly viewing routine and adding other things to it, still here to support you guys. Hype for Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, I appreciate you. We always appreciate you tuning in. This isn't the only show we have. We have the distraction on Tuesdays, listing your boy Wednesdays, post-AW and NXT uh, Wednesdays. Uh, another distraction Thursday, and then the post-Smackdown Friday. <sighs> uh, we also got a super chat that said, my message didn't get sent, but with Mandy and Dana or Riot Squad, do they have to be the next tag champs? Uh, one out of the two, who do you guys want? Ideally, I'd want the Riot Squad, but I'm I'm liking Mandy and Dana so far. It's just the Riot Squad have more experience, both together and and without one another. What do you think, Denise? Well, they need something. I think that right now with Mandy and Dana, you can still, you know, first we still got to get to know them. Like, who are these girls? What is their tag team? Like, what do they symbolize? What do they stand for? We still need to know more character-wise what is their team all about. Riot Squad, I feel, needs just something to make them not interesting because they are interesting on their own, but something to give them some sort of direction on the show. So in terms of that, I would prefer to see them as champions. Hannah burying you tonight. Stuffed animals are pointless. My kids are six and three and they don't even like stuffed animals, she says. Yeah, well, puppies suck. And stuffed animals are way better than puppies. <laughs> and cats suck too. Oh my gosh. You're just six and three years old only like iPads and phones. So I'm not even surprised Jeez. by that. They don't even like toys either. You, you got to the point to where you're, you're doing the all you people promos. You're walking out to the crowd and you go, the reason I turned heel was all you people. Oh, Watch man. me. <laughs> Heaven Wright says, can I re- request a Jackson Riker rant from you, Sean? Well, I've gotten plenty of them from wrestlers in WWE. Let's talk about it. Elias is there with Jackson Riker, who beats up a bunch of minorities who are tracing uh, our truth around. This didn't read well. It didn't look good. Um, uh, yeah, this was a decision, Denise. Yeah, I was waiting to see where you were going to go with this. See, I saw this, and they're right from the beginning, right from the get-go, I was like, oh, no, this is not looking good at all. The second that he was revealed to be there, I was like, oh, okay, he's back. All right, I see. And then I heard the keyword reborn. And that triggered like a whole, I was like, dude, are we going to go with this reborn stuff? Come on. And then we saw what you just said, the whole, you know, beating up of the minorities and whatnot. And I didn't want to be that person that was like overly dramatic or whatever. So I, I just, I felt like, come on, this is too simple for somebody not to instantly think about, you know, his previous comments. And then this is the first thing that we get on the show. And so I don't know if that's like being, you know, overly hypercritical. I don't know. But the fact that so many people thought the exact same thing that I did maybe makes me wonder that I'm not being super critical of this, but it was just not, it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. Immediately when you posted something, I knew exactly what you were talking about. It was, it was pretty evident. A lot of other people noticed it too. I mean, I don't think that they did that consciously. I don't think that they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go have him beat up a bunch of minorities. What minorities do we have around here? Bring out the Mexicans. <laughs> I don't That's think so that they sad. did that. I think it was happenstance. I think it was circumstance, but it didn't look good at all. Uh, very rarely does much that Jackson Riker do look good, though. Uh, they chased around truth for the 24-7 title. Hey, whatever. Whatever, man. Okay, poor Elias. It's like they they try to figure out ways for him to not do anything. 
like good. It's well, frustrating. Not only that, Elias is somebody that's been featured on every single TV show, and right away he's being put into a program with him. Like I feel like Elias deserves to be not connected with this whatsoever. <laughs> being doing his own thing, he didn't need somebody there with him. He's fine on his own doing his whole spiel. I agree. I agree. Oh boy, this Raw kept going. Miz and Morrison defeated Keith Lee. And I had people that said, when I said, oh, this was a bad decision, they said, oh, you want him to beat an established tag team? I said, you don't have to book this. It is make-believe. It is pretend. You get to decide who wrestles each other and who wins and loses. It could have been Keith Lee against John Morrison. And Keith Lee could have won. Like, that's a way that you could have went. Now, there are some people that are like, oh, well, what if they're doing a losing streak angle? Well, then they're doing that angle with a whole lot of people on this show, including Sheamus. I don't want a bunch of people contending at the top that are losers. That ain't fun. Yeah, this did not. So for speaking of Keith Lee, Morrison, Morrison and Miz, it doesn't look good to a nobody got over in this match. That's a simple premise. The simple premise is Keith Lee didn't get over. Not He's not going to get over by losing. Miz and Morrison didn't come off. You know, they came off looking goofy. That's not going to get anybody's attention. So this was a really no-win situation for, for everybody involved. Guys, it's, it's about to happen. We're getting about that time. Man, how long does the toaster take? I don't know, but, you know, I'm just oh, – I'm, I'm, hy- I'm hyping up people. I'm trying to drive these super okay. chats to me. I got a new contract yeah. that I have to justify from Jimmy Van. Send in those super chats, guys. Get your question or statement read on the air. Please leave us a thumbs up. I have a couple of very good big interviews coming up. One is filmed. Another one is supposed to be. So we'll see. Uh, John Van Dam says, I was sent here from Rambles. What's up, everyone? We appreciate that. I am so looking forward to having Rambles on the show tomorrow. Uh, Like I said, a lot of times her videos will, they won't even come up in my recommended. They'll autoplay after Fightful stuff. And... Quite frankly, there's a lot of times when people's stuff auto plays afterwards, and I'm like, next. But I find myself listening to hers every single time they come up to the point to where I subscribe to her channel and uh, check out all of her stuff. So please go check out Wrestling Rambles. I am so excited to do that. We had a Firefly field trip, Denise. Yay. I'm so happy. A field trip. Yeah. Uh, so the. <laughs> I mean, I really, I want to be positive about this show. But we didn't go anywhere, Sean. Field trips are supposed to go somewhere. We didn't go anywhere. They're at Tropicana Field, though. But here's the thing, Denise. I'm pretty sure it's artificial turf there. It's that that crappy layer of of green they just lay over top of the concrete. But um, I'd say the highlight of this is Riddle pitching Bray Wyatt his bronouns backstage. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. I said that I actually liked that segment. I thought it was pretty funny. I, I think what made it funny was not necessarily the verbiage of this. It was more of the actual chart where he, I think it was, it said bros and then people who talk and then the little circle in between. The What is it? What's the thing called again? Compare and contrast? Is yes. that what the little circles are called? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I haven't done those in a very long time, so I forgot. <laughs> Riddle getting an autograph for his pet rabbit. That was amazing. That was great. He doesn't actually have a pet rabbit, but his imaginary pet rabbit has more of a storyline than a lot of people in WWE, Denise. Sean, have you ever eaten a rabbit? Yeah, I have. Oh, they're pretty tasty. They are. Have you? Yeah, I like rabbits. They taste like lemon. They taste like lemon. They taste like chicken with lemon. <laughs> I used to I used to eat a lot of rabbit when I would do amateur wrestling. It's very low in fat and... Yeah, uh, it's very good. I mean, I don't anymore. It's kind of sad now that I think of it. I it one time. It's pretty good. I don't remember it tasting like lemon. I want to know where you got your rabbit from. It's big here. I mean, people hunt all the time. It's an Italian rabbit. An Italian rabbit, huh? (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, R-Truth is talking to the pig backstage. And Wyatt gets attacked by Randy Orton who puts him in a box and sets him on fire. (laughs) He set him on fire. Sean, do you know the story about when I was a kid and 
I was legitimately upset when Kane set JR on fire. (laughs) Have I told you that story? I was literally furious that the cameraman, that nobody did anything to save JR because I thought they were really setting him on fire. So these fire things, they don't bring up good memories for me, Sean. Well, fortunately for you, the fiend emerged and put Amanda Claw and Orton. This story is not good. By the way, it's called a Venn diagram. Everybody in the chat's letting me know. Oh, thank you. I'm all compare and contrast. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. This this story, Denise, it ain't good. I told you last week, these two do not bring out the best in each other. And right. I'm sticking to that comment. I don't have anything else new to add. It's not working. It's goofy and not even funny goofy. It's more just, okay, now I just feel silly that I'm watching. Mace defeated Ricochet. You have Ali on commentary saying he wants Ricochet in retribution. And I love that he mentioned that Samoa Joe was sitting in Mace's chair. Dio Madden, who was doing commentary last year. That that was probably the highlight of Raw, was Mustafa Ali uh, mentioning that. Uh, Mustafa Ali, by the way, sorry, I mispronounced his name. He has been pretty direct in saying how to pronounce it. They did a bunch of distractions that didn't work, but then Mace won with what used to be the Albert bomb. Uh, and then he, or no, he didn't win with that. He got kicked out. He used uh, what Takahashi uses as the time bomb. It's Victoria's old spider's web move where it starts off in a fireman's carry. It's spun around into a side slam. I am a fan of Victoria, so that was cool, but not much to this. All all in all, it probably had more stakes to it than most things on this Raw, but did that do anything for you? No, it's funny. I went back (laughs) on my notes, and I was like, what did I think about this? So this is what I wrote. Ricochet versus Mace. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) There was nothing else there that I wrote on my notes. I mean, there's not a lot. Unfortunately, that's the thing. They put Ricochet in there, who has lost a whole lot against Retribution. And if like they wanted him to join and they were a successful team, I'd be like, oh, cool. Maybe this will help Ricochet. But now I'm like, okay, either Ricochet is losing this match or maybe he's joining this team that sucks really bad within the storyline. It's hard to get motivated about a lot of this stuff. It's very, it's sad. And then on Friday night, you have a, a character who is booked as well as any character I've seen in the last 20 years. Yeah, it's the whole situation with Retribution. I mean, we've said this a million times before that it's just not, there's no interest in it. So unfortunately, it's gotten to the point where it's like, you get your Retribution matches. It's like the, oh, hey, the new bathroom break or what, or what silly thing is going to come, what, or how many times can I watch Retribution, you know, lose or make a fool of themselves or whatever the case may be so for me that's unfortunate because even if this match was fine for what it was it there was no real purpose rob wilkins says mira didn't eat rabbit last night aj was great my god evan wright says the fire was the most heat this angle has had it's a bad angle it's a very bad angle and kevin seats said best things from raw are this show and sour graps yeah, check out Alex Pawlowski. If you guys miss him on the Raw or SmackDown reviews, he does his own, and they're like 90 minutes long on FightfulSelect.com, and they're very good. He runs one hell of a one-man show. And we got this. It was it was an okay TLC promo. It, it established that Drew McIntyre had more than AJ to worry about. AJ points out that Drew has never been in a TLC match. Drew says he thrives under pressure and that this is a dream match. That's about it until they start the the title hanging music. I was like, what? What is going on? Were you doing that too? No, I was like, where is the music coming from? Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, what What the hell is happening here? Why are they playing music? I was like, was it like at the Oscars where they're playing somebody off? They're like, Tom, Tom Phillips, speed this shit up. Well, the funny part is that when the music started, you started seeing, uh, you started seeing uh, Miz and Morrison like start to creep in, but you could barely see them, so I couldn't really make out who even was creeping in. And I thought, oh, all these, you know what I thought? I was like, oh my god, a bunch of zombies are going to come into the oh, ring. Something crazy is going to happen because of the music. And then like I could barely <laughs> tell who was creeping into the ring. I just saw like little tips of head, and then afterwards, <laughs> and then afterwards. Once they came in, I was like, why do we need the music? Like, I don't get it. 
Although I loved it. You know what? As much as silly as this was, it threw me off and I wouldn't, I'm not going to say I hated it because it made me laugh and at least made me do a double look. Uh, We had a super chat. Where was it? Oh, Mustafa Siddiqui says, when I saw Drew and AJ standing there with the ladder, the only thing I could think of is Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. I think we, we, we have the opportunity to have a really, really great match Sunday. And I'm very excited for that match. And I, I, I like at the end, Drew, I mean, he, he beat up AJ for a little bit. Miz and Morrison had joined in on this. This was AJ establishing that there are no rules Sunday, and you got to worry about more than just me. I like this, Denise, because why wouldn't AJ have Miz and Morrison help him out if there are no rules? That's true. Might as well. And they, I feel like they've, Miz and Morrison was, were all over today's show. I feel like I saw them a million times. Yeah, they were. Uh, guys, get those super chats in. It's about that time. It is about that time. Is it oh totally my god! It is about it is about that time. <sighs> but here we go. Here we go. Watch it like not even work. That would be something. That would be One, really bad. You know what? I'm going with two pieces here. I have inserted this. Everybody loves insertion on this show. I'm going to give you the the side view. Look at that. I'm going to turn it up pretty high here. You know what? If insertion is your type of thing, whether it be midnight Eastern, whether it be 9 p.m. before Raw starts, BlueChew.com will make sure that your insertion is all that you, she, or he, if that's what you're doing, needs. Brings you the same chewable with, or it's got the same FDA active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but it comes in a chewable, so it's ready whenever you are, my friends. And if you're not ready, it'll get you ready. It's about that performance. It, you don't have to have a problem with that performance. You wouldn't start driving your car without gas. Put, some, put, put a little gas in your engine, if you know what I'm saying. What? What, Denise? Why are you shaking your head? I was shaking my head because you froze for me. Did I freeze? (laughs) So I didn't know what you were saying. Well, that's because your internet is terrible. But I gave you all the insertion view multiple ways. And let me tell you, hey, you know what? Maybe you're filming your exploits. You want that performance. BlueChew.com gives you that performance. You don't have to go to the pharmacy or a doctor's office. It ships straight to your door. That's a pretty good deal these days. I know we got the vaccines coming and all that stuff, but you still don't want to be out in this mess. They find the right active ingredient for you, and right now you get your first shipment free. You use that code FIGHTFUL. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. What a deal, Denise. Just hit them up. Let them know you heard about them from us. And uh, thank you to Life is Feels Podcast, who send $1 Super Chats without any notes. So... Uh, can't really read anything there, but let's 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 get controversial here because I'm going to have a very unpopular opinion here. Brandon Charles Powell says, "Can't stand this raw. What's your favorite pop tart?" Oh, not this again, please. I'm, no, I'm gonna upset dear some Lord. Do you have a favorite pop tart? Yes, the strawberry ones and the cinnamon ones, and uh, yeah, the strawberry and the cinnamon ones. I like unfrosted cherry. Sean, I love unfrosted pear. I grew up on it. It's one of those things that if I grew up and could choose my own, I would have probably picked frosted. But my mom would always get me unfrosted. I was super hyperactive, and she was like, "Man, we gotta, we gotta limit the sugar, so no frosting." And now I annoying kid. that's a very mean thing to say with somebody to somebody with ADHD, Denise. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. I shouldn't say that. And you know what? Because of that, you don't get to share any toast with me. I didn't mean it like you, that. You don't get to share any toast with me. You do not get my WWE branded toast. You had ADHD. I forgot. Such a shame, Denise. We try to be inclusive on this show. But Denise, cold-hearted, hope anybody running a background check over the next few weeks takes this and and pays attention to it. Uh, You know what? I'm about to jam that jam. We're going to do a little spread here. 
for the audio listeners, they oh, can hear man. this. Mm, man, I'm going to annoyingly eat this toast. I'm sorry. I forgot. I really, truly forgot. Well, you know, no big deal. No big deal. I didn't mean to. I just going to make me feel self-conscious the rest of the week. No big deal. Going to think oh, back about man. all my life decisions as a child and wonder, was I annoying then? Did I annoy people then? Oh, well. Mm, it's delicious. It's very good, actually. So mm. is the toaster good? Okay, good job. Yay. It toasts very well. Let's check out this second piece. We're going to do a bit of a review. Ooh, this one got good and toasty. You know, I like that it's the classic logo, too. I'm a big fan of that. It's the classic logo as opposed to like the the old scratch logo and all that stuff. This is pretty, pretty good. Mm. Delicious. Yeah, somebody's saying burnt. No, it's, it's not burnt. Look, this is good toast right here. Mm. Mm. And you will never be the Michael Jordan of this podcast, Denise. I'm, you know what? I feel so bad that I hurt your feelings. I'll let you be Michael Jordan. I really, truly feel bad. Mm. You'll let me be Michael Jordan, you say? Yes, I'll let you think you're Michael Jordan. Then that, that means I get to decide who you are. Fine, do whatever. You are Bill Winnington. I don't know. I, I don't know much about sports, so please clue me in here. Bill Winnington. You just got to look him up. Look at him up. Why? Injection two cases. Hey, Sean, do you have any life advice for ADHD person like myself? Um, legitimately, no, I don't. It's different for everybody. I have found that this line of work works really well for me. Uh, I can do multiple things at once. Like I can eat toast, cook toast, and annoy Denise. Bam. T- <laughs> I, I All right. I'm looking this up. What am I seeing? Show the people who Bill Wellington is. Oh, hit the pictures. Hit the pictures. Go to images, Denise. Don't be a savage. Sean's birthday wish to the other one was sweet. Do you mean I hope you mean Luke? Um, yeah, that's you. That's you. You're Bill Wellington. I don't get it. You don't need to. Doc Howard says, I've never been so hyped for burnt bread. The super chat cost me more than the entire loaf. Great show. I actually spent a bit of money on this loaf of bread. It's whole wheat. Um, multi-grain, very good shit, quite frankly. Is um, it the size of my head that makes me Bill Winnington? No. <laughs> Are you making fun of my head? Oh. What is it? <sighs> Denise K. Sap is a fan of the toaster. I am a fan of the toaster. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, my God. This has not been my greatest. This Okay, thanks. My fiance just texted me. He says, Bill Winnington averaged four points per game. Jobber. <laughs> thanks. Someone finally had my back and told me who this Bill Winnington guy is. I appreciate him. I appreciate him. Jeez, I thanks. I don't think you're Bill Winnington. I'm done. I'm I done think, with today. I've, I think quit. You are I've insulted of- a whole community of people. <laughs> I've, I've like, oh. this is worse than the Home Alone thing. Oh, Hannah put K Sap as in my my wife, who I try to not name on this show because we got fucking weirdos that will message her over wrestling opinions. But yes, she she does like the toaster. She, I mean, I'm she, have, good because I was worried about that too. I told I told my fiance I was like, what if his wife doesn't like it because maybe it doesn't match their decor? Oh, my wife would like anything that you did. My mom was putting you over. Your mom? Your I'm mom gonna, knows me. I'm going to, well, I made you famous, Denise. Um, (laughs) Dead. Let me see. Let me see. Um, What my mom said to me about you, which, I mean, it's only fair. Your mom's a huge fan of me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to message your wife. I'm going to be those creeps that message her. (laughs) I don't care if you do. I said so I sent her the Grinch thing, and she said, "Brilliant writing, and your singing voice is still good." And she says, "But Denise seems like an unlikely heel." I replied, "She's evil," 
And my mom said, she's too little and too cute to be evil. And then I just, I just want you to know, I replied with those angry cursing emojis. So that's what happened. Um, that is so funny. As we wrap up, Nabil Shadri says, what is the award the Thunderdome has supposedly won? Critically acclaimed and award-winning Thunderdome. They just make up stuff, man, like the Turdy Awards or something like that. Carlos says, Bill is better on the mic than MJ is. Take it as a compliment, Denise. Oh, Carlos will say this. I took that personally. Denise, what do you got going on this week? Where can people find you? All right, seriously, Twitter and Insta. Oh, I'm about to hit 12K on uh, Twitter, and my goal for this year was 13K. So I'm going to miss my goal by like a thousand, which I, I can't believe. It. I huh? bet you get it. I bet you get it. No, Sean, there's only like a few days left this year. I can't Hell. get a thousand followers in like Den- two weeks. Denise, I got like 10,000 in one day this year. Yeah, okay, but apparently I'm not Michael Jordan. You got to be Michael Jordan to get 10,000 in like a day. Okay. So I'm going to miss my goal by like a thousand followers, but anyways, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo and um, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo, where you can check out non toaster related stuff, but you can check out my interview with Renee Paquette. You're, you're right up here, Denise. It's okay. You're right up here. And, and then yeah. like, me and Jeremy are down here. The Hall of Famers were really good. I'm not going to be mean to Jerry, Jer, Jer, Jeremy. Jeremy and I are friends now. I, Jeremy's my friend too. What are you no, talking about? No, but he's about? my friend. He's he's more of my friend than he's your friend mm. because we have a bond that's unbreakable. We have an unbreakable I, Swifty bond. What are you talking about? I reviewed it. Yeah, but no. Hannah M says, just have Sean retweet you a lot. Every time he does, it gets me like 100 followers. I retweet Denise a lot already. How sad. Where are my 100 followers? People hate me. You know what? Cook up a real good tweet. Cook up a real good tweet tonight. And I'm going to quote tweet it. And I'm going to say, please follow Denise. She is really great. I don't have a good tweet. Well, that might be... A correlating point to all right. I got followers. my tweet. I already know what my tweet's gonna be. Never mind. Oh boy. Oh boy. I got my tweet. But I don't know it's gonna be good. Guys, that's, that's uh, all I've got for today. Please subscribe, youtube.com slash fightful scraps. That's where our clips will be. Uh, we're gonna be doing a lot of those for shows, for interviews, stuff like that. The quicker you all get us to a thousand, the quicker we can monetize that bad boy. I've got lots of stuff coming up this week. We've got tons of shows. we got TLC. Until next time, guys, we're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.